Welcome back to another episode of Off the Grid. I'm your host, Kaylee, and let me tell you, the Hungarian Grand Prix did not disappoint. If anything, the Hungarian Grand Prix was exactly what F1 fans wanted and needed before this long summer break. Of course, Formula One fans are going to have to go four weeks without a race, but it's okay because the Hungarian Grand Prix definitely is going to need some some fans are going to need some time to heal after that one. And I love starting from the the bottom of the drivers or the constructors championship and unfortunately for Haas they are still at the bottom although only out of the 20 cars only 14 of them were able to finish uh, or 13 were able to finish and unfortunately for Haas they did not make it out with any points still but for Haas unfortunately for Nikita Mazepin if his Formula One career was not already bad enough the one race where Mick Schumacher just does above and beyond and just really proves that he deserves to be in Formula One Nikita Mazepin loses out on his possible chance to prove to fans and to prove to even Haas that he belongs there was short-lived because Kimi Raikkonen uh, did kind of he had a little incident with uh, with Kimi Raikkonen in the um, in the pit lanes. Uh, not Mazepin's fault. It was on Kimi Raikkonen. It was an unsafe release uh, by the Alfa Romeo, and you got to feel bad for Mazepin just a little bit, but. Then you remember, eh, not the best driver on the grid. So it doesn't really matter. But Mick Schumacher just came out and he just performed. He proved that he could potentially be a threat if he gets put in the right car. And, I mean, he was holding off some big name guys. I mean, he was holding off Daniel Ricciardo. He was even holding off uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, and he was making a pain for a lot of guys in the back to even get within point uh, scoring range. And let me tell you, when he, when all those drivers finally were able to pass him, it was probably a relief uh, for all those drivers because Mick Schumacher was not going to give up easily. And unfortunately, if he weren't, if he were not in a Haas, he probably would have been able to hold him off longer or even until the end of the race. But for the young rookie, it is just it was a phenomenal race on his part Alfa Romeo we're gonna move on to them completely different normally we would go to Williams but Williams outdid themselves Alfa Romeo was able to score a point and I'll get into that uh, that reason when we start talking about uh, Aston Martin and Alfa Romeo Antonio Giovinazzi not his best race he did come in last uh, in terms of the last to finish out of all the cars that were actually able to to finish without retiring. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen had to serve a 10-second penalty for the unsafe release uh, that caused Nikita Mazepin to retire his car, which he did serve that um, during his one of his pit stops. So it was, and truth be told for Raikkonen, it really it affected him, but it didn't because he finished 11th but eventually got bumped up to 10th uh, because of what happened to Sebastian Vettel. And really for Kimi Raikkonen, Alfa Romeo, that one point is going to be the difference between if Haas can ever manage to get into 10th or not. Um, so really the the challenge 
then moves on for for them whether they can kind of score more points above Williams but uh, at the rate that Alfa Romeo is going I don't think that they'll be able to speaking of Williams Williams just had just a phenomenal race weekend let's talk about Nicholas Latifi of the two Williams that you that all Formula One fans would have wanted to see in third for for a little bit I I would assume that a lot of fans would say that George Russell should have been that Williams uh, in third, but Nicholas Latifi was up there, and if you're a Williams fan, it was a great, great weekend, and Nicholas Latifi outscored George Russell. Uh, Both cars did get into point-scoring position, so, I mean, they are now sitting, I mean, eighth? in the constructors that's that's a big jump for them considering that they were uh kind of hoping that they just get 10th get one point well they scored 10 so definitely uncommon circumstances and of course the one race george russell scores a point nicholas latifi outscores him uh, george russell mentioned in a post-race interview that he shed a tear it was a very emotional race for russell because out of the two and a half seasons that he's had at Williams so far, he hasn't been able to score a point. So this was his first points at Williams. Williams' first points in a, a couple seasons. So this is a big weekend coming on. Or if you're from Williams, it's a big, big weekend. And uh, honestly, it's showing that they are building, uh, that they're slowly trying to build back up to that midfield team. And then eventually, hopefully, they'll be back on top which a lot of Williams fans hope. Uh, I myself am not a Williams fan, but I do have a lot of respect for the Williams drivers and for Williams. So it was definitely a a happy weekend uh, as I watched the Williams score some points. So Nicholas Latifi, George Russell, great weekend for them. A lot of respect for those drivers, a lot of respect for the Williams team. Uh, Even George Russell, because he knew that the t- he he's a team player. He just, at a point in the race, he didn't know if he was going to be able to score points. He just said, just make sure that Latifi scores. He just wanted uh, Nicholas Latifi to get some points. He wanted the team to get at least one, and uh, they definitely got more than one point. So a great weekend for Williams. Um, Aston Martin, not a great weekend for them. Uh, Lance Stroll. Uh, was involved in one of or in the first the opening lap uh, collisions that were going on. A lot of uh, a lot of big contenders for the drivers championship were knocked out early on, and then Lance Stroll kind of had his own separate little uh, collision with uh, Charles Leclerc, which ended Charles Leclerc's race. And uh, Lance Stroll also damaged his car severely, so he w- was forced to retire the car. Um, and he was actually one of the drivers who was pulled um, in uh, after the race for to go to the stewards, and the stewards uh, reprimanded him and three other drivers for not uh, for violating uh, pre-race procedures. And uh, unfortunately for Lance Stroll, the penalties and punishments don't end there because he was given a five place grid penalty uh, for the incident that he called that he 
caused in uh, the first lap. So uh, he will be uh, suffering a five-place grid penalty in Spa, which is a lot of people's favorite race. Well, it won't be Stroll's favorite race of the season because he's starting off uh, very poorly. But unfortunately for Aston Martin, their bad luck does not end with Stroll because despite uh, Vettel's luck of avoiding every single car uh, during that first turn and being able to get out um, and kind of just excel to uh, third and then uh, be able to keep up with Esteban Ocon and really fight for the first position and, and him kind of staying in second the entire race. He does not get to keep his second place, the second podium of the season for him, second podium for Aston Martin. They don't get it because they unfortunately uh, did not have enough fuel left in Sebastian Vettel's car uh, to be tested after the race. So the stewards typically would take a one liter sample uh, from the fuel tank. They could only get 0.3 liters from the uh, tank. So for not being able to test the fuel, he was disqualified, lost 18 points. Of course, Aston Martin is going to come and uh, kind of appeal uh, the the whole incident because 18 points are at stake and 18 points is a lot considering where they're at in the uh, fight for in the midfield I mean so not a great weekend for Aston Martin Alpha Tauri didn't have the best weekend but it could have been worse it could have been a repeat of the British Grand Prix but Yuki Tsunoda and Pierre Gasly fifth and sixth not bad they uh, they definitely helped increase the uh, the lead over uh, Aston Martin. Pierre Gasly got the fastest lap, so really first uh, first fastest lap for him of the season, uh, first fastest lap for AlphaTauri this season. So just great driving by Yuki Tsunoda and Pierre Gasly. They fought the entire race. And for them to only be able to get fifth and sixth shows a lot. And um, not a big jump for Pierre, uh, considering where he started was fifth, but very much uh, an important race for Alpha Tauri. Um, Yuki Tsunoda did fairly well. He didn't get involved in the incident in the beginning, which really helped him and just kind of helped keep AlphaTauri alive. Unfortunately, they didn't outscore Alpine. Alpine had the best weekend out of any team. And when I say the best weekend, they were one of a few teams to actually have both their cars finish the race. And I mean, Fernando Alonso celebrating his birthday and then Esteban Ocon first Formula One race win. Phenomenal. Beautiful race by Esteban Ocon. He managed to just get past uh, the... He just managed to slide right through all the, the crashes and all the incidents. And it was just a great race um, by Ocon. Fernando Alonso 
uh, definitely wanting to uh, hold off Hamilton for a little bit more. Definitely in the post-race interview, uh, Max Verstappen walked up to him and told him, good race. And uh, Fernando Alonso, being the one of the older guys uh, on the grid, he uh, told Max Verstappen that he tried. And you got to give uh, Alonso some respect because he knows he's not in, uh, you know, contention for the world uh, championship, but he he's honestly there at this point. I think it's, he finds it amusing to just go and mess up everyone else's race. <laughs> and he's definitely, I think, uh, you know, he wants, he probably wants to see Max Verstappen win over Lewis Hamilton. And uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, after the race that Alonso had, he was able to fight off a lot of guys. He was able to hold them um, hold him off for, for a little bit, which definitely, uh, if he had managed, if he had let Hamilton through earlier, Hamilton easily could have probably ended up higher or finishing higher up on the podium. But Esteban Ocon, great race. Fernando Alonso, or I mean, great race by both drivers. Um, they definitely deserved it. Um, Unfortunately, for the McLaren fans, Ferrari and McLaren are tied once again. So it goes down to the highest place finish. And since Ferrari has finished twice um, this season in seconds, they are now ahead of McLaren. Now, unfortunately, this means that we will be reviewing McLaren's race before we review Ferraris. I'm a big McLaren fan. My favorite driver, um, Lando Norris, but unfortunately for Lando, his 15 consecutive races is it for point scoring because his streak ended at the Hungarian Grand Prix and it was not a fun way to go into the summer break. Um, for either drivers, for Norris or Ricardo, it was not a not a good race for them. Ricardo finished just outside the points. Um, Lando was forced to retire his car uh, before the restart, uh, when Valtteri Bottas uh, failed or was braking late, and he went straight into the back of the McLaren, which sent Lando into Max Verstappen's car, and then obviously not the best race and then uh, Daniel Ricciardo got caught up uh, when uh, Charles Leclerc and Lance Stroll had their little collision. So not the best race for McLaren. Definitely uh, would have liked to see a better better result going into the break. I mean finishing 11th and then not finishing at all. Definitely not, not the high that you want to go into uh, the summer break um, with. But you know McLaren is going to have a couple weeks to to just come back even stronger. And Ferrari, unfortunately, Charles Leclerc managed to get second in uh, the British Grand Prix. But you, we couldn't see him outperform any other uh, drivers because he was taken out by Lance Stroll in the first lap. Um, but I mean, Carlos Sainz finished fourth, 
And then with Sebastian Vettel being disqualified, that actually gave him a podium, so he finished third. So his second podium this season, uh, definitely, definitely a great driver, Carlos Sainz, because he he fought hard uh, during that race, and I mean it just definitely definitely proved that sometimes the driver is correct because Ferrari called him into the pits and he said no, and then Yuki Tsunoda went in gave. Carlos signs some breathing room, and then he just uh, really started pushing even harder. And so sometimes the driver is right, and the pit crew and the engineers are wrong. Um, not all the time, though. That's only sometimes. So uh, Carlos Sainz definitely had a better race uh, than out of the two Ferraris because he actually was able to race. Uh, definitely. One of the guys that came out on top for the weekend, obviously finishing with a podium, uh, but definitely helping Ferrari as well because now that is 15 points that Ferrari uh, will have in the in the fight going into the drivers or the constructors championship and even in the drivers championship because he then moved above his teammate Charles Leclerc. Now, Red Bull. Red Bull has not had the best of luck within the past few races. Uh, Silverstone, definitely not a good race for them. Hungary, equally not a good race for them. Um, unfortunately for Sergio Perez, he was involved in the first lap uh, incident because Valtteri Bottas, while Lando Norris was going to Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas was heading straight into uh, Red Bull, and this begs the question of if the Mercedes drivers have a feeling that they may not finish, they might as well take out a Red Bull too, because that is exactly what Valtteri Bottas did. He collided with Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez was still able to continue on with the race for a little bit before he was forced to stop the car because of some engine issues. And uh, then, of course, Max Verstappen, uh, not having the best race, um, started off great. And then with the whole incident around turn one, uh, didn't help a lot. So uh, during the the restart, though, that uh, you got to give the Red Bull uh, mechanics and, and, dry, and uh, engineers credit because they fixed a lot on that car in 20 minutes. And they didn't fix it all, but they fixed a lot in tw in uh, the 20 minutes uh, before the restart. And they just happened to to fix enough to squeeze Max into the into the points. So he took away two points um, this weekend. Doesn't help him in the fight for the drivers' championship. Doesn't help Red Bull in the uh, constructors' championship at all. But it is it's better than walking walking away with nothing so um in terms of red bull they did not have the best weekend it uh, their race weekend once again ruined by mercedes so uh the the rivalry between red bull and mercedes just keeps on getting larger and larger and it just keeps getting more intense they just keep adding reasons why red bull and mercedes hate each other um but with Mercedes finishing, with Lewis Hamilton uh, finishing in third and then 
being promoted to seconds with Vettel being disqualified, um, it did help him. Uh, it did help the team uh, get even more points to extend their lead over uh, Red Bull. It was originally going to be nine, but now it is 12 points that they are ahead of them by in the constructors. Um, so definitely easing, definitely a good race for Mercedes, despite uh, Valtteri Bottas taking out, uh, really being kind of the the starter for the chain of events that happened in the first corner. Um, definitely did not help any of the any of the uh, suspicions going around with uh, his seat. Uh, that might make him lose his seat. That might actually help him keep his seat. Uh, but with the race that George Russell had, the the decision is definitely going to have to be a little bit difficult for Mercedes. Uh, Toto Wolff uh, said after the race he was congratulating Esteban Ocon. Ocon obviously being a, um, a former reserve driver for Mercedes uh, during the 2019 season. So Mer him and Mercedes have a little bit of history. Uh, so Toto Wolff congratulated Esteban Ocon. Um, he even admitted that everything in the beginning was their fault and that was on them. Um, he, you know, Valtteri Bottas, you gotta, you gotta feel sorry for him because he ruined a lot of guys' races. I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, he ruined uh, Lando Norris's race, he ruined uh, Charles Leclerc's race, Lance Stroll's race, he ruined his own race, he ruined, uh, I mean, Sergio Perez's race. Um, the only two guys that he didn't really ruin their race was Sebastian Vettel and Nikita Mazepin. Uh, Mazepin's race was obviously ruined uh, by Kimi Raikkonen, and then Vettel kind of their race was kind of ruined um, by themselves, but I mean, Valtteri Bottas definitely took out a quarter of the of the grid um, just based off of off of the uh, incident going into the uh, first turn. So, but I mean, Lewis Hamilton. Uh, I mean, after a poor decision to not go in, because obviously, you know, in Formula One, when a restart is happening, you don't during the formation lap, you and your team can't communicate. So while everyone else was going in because it just dumped rain, so everyone started on the intramurals, and then um, they decided to go in during the res the formation lap. I mean, everyone went in to get a set of uh, new tires, and uh, Hamilton decided to stay out on the, the inner, the, the intramural tires, so or the intermediate the intermediate tires so uh, I mean it wasn't the best decision on Hamilton's part uh, it did he ended up stopping and getting uh, I believe he went and stopped on for medium tires um, later or th the next lap and then um, he eventually was able to fight his way back up of course with some difficulty and some resistance through the rest of the field um, a lot of people don't like Lewis Hamilton, but you got to give credit where credit's due. He definitely uh, fought hard, and he definitely proved that he is a good, um, skilled driver because he was able to, to fight all the way back up to a podium uh, despite being in last uh, when he came out. Obviously, he didn't have all of the 19 other cars in front of him, but he uh, did have quite a, a lot of cars to, to get back uh, to the podium. So... 
I mean, a lot happened during the Hungarian Grand Prix. Uh, Valtteri Bottas will have to serve a, um, a grid penalty as well as Lance Stroll for the uh, Belgium Grand Prix. Um, I mean, a lot, a lot happened during the Hungarian Grand Prix, and it was eventful, and it was definitely, definitely a good race before the, um, before the winter break, or the summer break, so we will go four weeks without Formula One, and then we, we will rejoin for the Belgium Grand Prix, which is Spa. Now, Spa is a lot of people's favorite tra uh, track. And it is one of my favorite uh, racing circuits. So that is it for this episode of Off the Grid. You can follow us on Twitter at F1 Off the Grid or find us, find our website, F1OffTheGrid.net. Now, in a few weeks, we'll be reviewing for Spa.